0: The entire plot for the Star Wars Rise of Skywalker has been leaked online? Why do I care? Is that really news? Let's talk about that today on Project Shadow. Hello, everyone. How are you doing today? My name's Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, especially if you're reading my new book, Crucify My Love. And yeah, today is going to be kind of a rant about everything that's wrong in fandom right now, if you can't tell from my sarcastic tone in the little opening there. But before we get into all that, if you haven't already, please take a moment to rate this podcast in whatever app you're listening to me on. It really does help out a lot tells the algorithms to share the podcast with more people, more people to listen, the bigger the community. The bigger the community, the better chance we get to talk to one another. And that is why I do this in the first place. Okay, so the plot of The Rise of Skywalker has possibly been leaked online. There are a couple places running with it and saying that they have it on good authority, that they know everything that's going to happen. And why do I care? And I don't say that just to be rude or obnoxious or anything, but it's a movie. It is a movie. I, I feel like I shouldn't have to say that, but people have been taking media, media a bit too seriously. And this is from somebody who used to cosplay Klingon all the time and learned how to speak Klingon so they could cosplay better. Someone who is an active member of Starfleet and is on a ship and actually participates with all that fandom stuff. Who goes to conventions and hosts panels and does this freaking podcast about all the things that they love. It's just a freaking movie. And that's where I'm getting a little bit frustrated about all of this. Because to me, this is everything that's wrong about fan culture today. In one succinct little package. And I'm not blaming the people that posted it, because if you're running a blog and you're trying to get hits so that your ads will make you money, I understand. Trust me, I understand wanting to have a juicy scoop to drive people to your site so your ad rates go up so you make some money. I get that. I understand. And I have nothing but love for you except for you're hurting the very fan community you claim to serve by doing this sort of thing. Because the problem that we've come into as of late is that people are nitpicking everything. And I really do mean that. They're taking everything apart. Every plot, every storyline, every character. And not in ways that are interesting, fun, exciting, vanish in any way, shape, or being. No, we're looking for plot holes so that we can prove that that thing that we don't like is deserving of not being liked. When the things that we actually like probably have more plot holes in them than the things that we're tearing apart just to make ourselves feel better because what else do we have to do? We can't actually gather around stuff we love anymore because it's 2019 and that's so passe. That's the sort of thing they did in the 70s, in the 50s, in the 30s, in the 90s. It's not the sort of thing that they do now. No, we sit around and feel morally superior because, one, we already know all of the plot twists in a movie that hasn't even come out yet, won't be coming out until December. And we can go on and rant and rave and tell you what we think about this and how it's going to make us happy and how it's going to make us sad and how we're already upset about the rumors of a leaked plot to a movie. Now, I'm not saying movies aren't important. I'm not saying stories aren't important. And I definitely never say the fandom isn't important because I think it's a vibrant culture. I think it's a beautiful culture. It's a culture that I proudly consider myself a member of. It's a culture that I've defended on many occasions. But as I've said in the past, fandom is much more than commercialization. It's not all about the collections and the collectibles. It's about the meaning and the joy that these properties bring into our lives. And let's make no bones about it. They are properties. Disney doesn't care about your feelings. Disney doesn't care about whether or not you like the work that they do, so long as you spend money on it. Talk about it. Get other people to spend money on it. That's all Disney cares about, because they're a corporation, and that's all a corporation exists to do. I'm not saying the individuals in Lucasfilm don't feel differently. I'm not saying that there aren't people inside Lucasfilm or writing the books, the screenplays, working on the movies that don't want them to be good. I'm not saying that at all. Individual cogs in a machine can have different feelings about what the machine is doing, but the machine exists solely for one purpose and one purpose only, and that's to make money. So let's dispel that illusion first. The second problem with all of this is, one, these are rumors. We won't know if any of them are true until December 20th at the earliest. Yeah, maybe the whole film will leak online and we'll get to see it early, but who cares? (laughs) Yes, December 20th, Rise of Skywalker opens in the theaters. Then we will get a chance to find out if any of these things are true. And don't worry, I'm not going to read off any of the spoilers and I'm not going to pontificate on whether or not I think they're good, bad, or ugly, because I don't care. This is not what fandom is about. Fandom is not sports. See, this may just be something that I grew up with. Because, you know, back in my day, there was a lot of antipathy between people who were fanish and people who were into sports. You know, those of us who sat around playing Dungeons and Dragons, talking about Star Trek and Star Wars at the lunch table, and those who liked the sports ball in its various incarnations. And I'm not saying that there should be antipathy, and I'm not saying that we shouldn't get along. But what I am saying is those are two completely different things. Those are two things that are in unrelated worlds. Yes, it's wonderful that Marvel has the number one highest grossing film of all time, and that it was Endgame, because it was a very good movie who, I'll say it, it deserved it. It was a crowning achievement of ten years they told a story, and the idea that the pinnacle movie, the ultimate movie in that franchise, would be the highest grossing film of all time, at least right now, does prove that the stories were interesting to a large number of people who went to see the movies, sometimes more than once in the theater. Yes. Wonderful. But fandom isn't sports ball. We're not playing teams here. It doesn't matter how much money your Star Wars or my Star Trek or whatever else actually makes. So long as it makes enough not to get cancelled. Because, after all, isn't that the thing that we as fans should actually care about? Whether or not we get more of the stories that we love... And not shaming other franchises that don't do as good. Because, see, that's where this is really coming from. This is the sports ball. It's time to be a coach. Because maybe maybe if we look at it now and we see this outline, which of course is 100% accurate and doesn't have any errors in it. I mean, you remember Benedict Cumberbatch being in The Last Jedi, right? I mean, he was definitely in there wasn't he i mean the rumor mills were said that he was they were convinced that he was just like star trek discovery's only getting six episodes because they're not doing well even though jonathan franks was supposed to direct episode eight in that series in that season which means there have to be at least eight episodes if he was supposed to you know direct the eighth one so there can't really be six because the rumor mills must have been wrong oh imagine my shock imagine my surprise the rumors are wrong and don't get me wrong i have committed this sin i am guilty of this sin i come before you now begging for your forgiveness and hope that in some way with this meager little podcast i can make some kind of atonement for this sin Because back in the day, I ran a podcast, and I, well, this podcast, actually, and I ran a series of blogs, and we started dabbling in this crap, because we needed a way to make money. And to make money, the easiest thing to do was to get people to the site, and if we started reporting on rumors, which we knew probably weren't true, but... They were, at least from a good source, and it was a good topic to talk about, and while we wouldn't know for months whether they were right or not, we didn't publish a lot of those. We did publish some, and the ones that we had were from good sources. Like our whole breakdown of Stargate Universe, we had pictures of the set long before that show actually went into production. But that was true. And again, it didn't matter. We remarked about it somewhat at the time. You can't judge from a plot point whether or not you're going to care about a scene when it happens. Now, if you've never seen Empire Strikes Back and somehow don't know the big spoiler in there, spoiler warning, but if I were just to tell you that then Darth Vader reveals that he's Luke's father, well, that's a plot point. And yes, it's a major plot point. It's a turning plot point. It's a pivotal plot point. You can consider it a spoiler all you want. But knowing that and knowing, one, whether or not it's true, because, you know, Darth Vader is a bad guy and he could have been lying. And honestly, maybe he could have been lying. We know that he wasn't because eventually when we got The Return of the Jedi, we got the answer. Oh, he wasn't lying. He really is Luke's father. What does that mean? Oh, and Luke and Leia are brother and sister. Oh, but they kissed. Because when A New Hope was made, they didn't know they were brother and sister. Because Luke's sister wasn't supposed to come about until episode seven. Because they had a plan. But they decided not to do those later movies right then and there. So let's just wrap all this up. And, well, they'd always planned for Luke to have a twin sister. So why not have it be Leia? Because that's how movies work. So here we are, listening, seeing having all of these possible spoilers floating around us and everyone is talking about them. Well, not everyone, but, oh, trust me today, everyone that I've been listening to and watching has done an episode or two or three, sometimes a two-hour to four-hour livestream about these rumors, because it's good content to talk about. Well, it's nice to speculate about what you think might happen, and... Yes, it may be interesting if these rumors, any of them, do turn out to be true. But they are a distraction. They are a para-fandom event. See, fandom, yes, we do sit around, we speculate. Ooh, did you see that picture from the wrap-up party for Picard that had a silhouette of all the cast members and a Borg cube on it? Well, of course, that validates every story that we've heard that this is going to deal with the Borg. And maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. It does make you think, though. It does bring up a lot of questions. And a lot of things that you could do with Picard and the Borg. Because, you know, that whole the cutest thing. But we'll wait and we'll see. And we can talk about it all we want. But there's no point in getting worked up about it now. Because we don't know. And that's where, to me, all of this is just trying to take the fun out. They're trying to take fandom and turn it into sports ball. So you can kind of get an idea of how things are going because various players are doing so well or so poorly. And you can quantize sports ball in a way that you can't really quantize any kind of entertainment. Sure, we can talk about the ratings for a show. We can talk about how many people bought the thing. We can talk about how much money something made... And that gives it some kind of a quantifiable value, but it's not one that actually has any meaning. Just because Sci-Fi Channel wasn't performing well enough on appointment television that it got cancelled doesn't mean that The Expanse was a poor show. It was a great show, and it did better in the secondary markets. It did better on streaming. It did better when people like me bought it, because... I don't have the time to sit back and wait for Sci Fi Channel to tell me when to sit in front of my television to watch their commercials and the show that I want to watch. So the numbers really don't mean anything, and the plot leaks don't mean anything. I saw one guy get so worked up about things that are in this plot leak that are going to ruin Star Wars forever. Because, yeah, you could ruin Star Wars forever. Even though we have the Ewoks cartoon and the... Many of those novels that came out in what are now called Legends. Oh, the comic books that came out over the years. The Christmas special. None of those things could ruin Star Wars, but this movie... This movie is gonna do it. You know, just like Jar Jar Binks did. Oh, wait we've had a lot of movies since Jar Jar was put in here because it's a juggernaut and it's going to keep going because for every Jar Jar Bing's that you hate there's somebody that likes him I've met them, they exist and it's not our place to judge anyone for what they like that's where this all gets mad we're not talking about the characters we like or the stories we like or the themes of the stories and why we care about them we're talking about what might be and what might be because someone said that they have it on good authority that their brother or sister's cousin who worked on the set may have possibly told them what was going on and so here we are i can't tell you how many of these i read in the ride in the run up to the ride to a the last jedi and they were all wrong every single one of them was wrong And yeah, I did my theorizing episodes, but they weren't based on any of the spoilers. It was mainly that I wanted Laura Dern to play Mira Jade. Even though I know in my heart we'll never get to see Mira Jade brought back into canon, because George Lucas apparently hated her, and that DNA got into Lucasfilm. We'll see, maybe someday somebody will bring her back, but I I just wanted to see Laura Dern play Mira Jade. I did. I didn't get that. But I could still want it. And I could still think, what if? Even though the movie came out and it was completely different. Because that's what fandom is. Fandom is our reaction to, our response, our playing with these cultural objects that these corporations own. It's the art that we make. It's the fiction that we tell. It's the stories And the insights that we glean from them that we share amongst ourselves it's the games we play it's the cosplay we dress up in that is fandom that is the fun that we should be having not sitting back reading and caring about like i don't care if you read it i really don't don't get me wrong i'm not cascading people for reading these leaks My problem is that this is what fandom has devolved into. It's just talking about how well something did. Or how well we think it will do. It's the horse race. Our discussions of fandom have got as shallow as our discussions of politics. And both are a crying shame. And don't worry, I'm not about to go off onto a political rant here, but I am going to stand up for my community. My community, fans around the world, and I am a stickler for this. I have fought for this definition my entire life. Fans are people who love something, not people who hate it. And when you love something, you tell stories, you reminisce, and you think about all of the things that you get from it. When we sit around and we talk about the deeper meaning of a story, that is fandom. When we sit around and we talk about when we met this person, that person, or the other person, that's fandom. When we talk about the experience we had going to see this, that, or the other thing, that is fandom. When we discuss our theories, that is fandom. Sitting around, prejudging a work... That won't come out for months Based on rumors of a plot I'm sorry That's not fandom That's people wanting to find something to fill their time with And there's so many more interesting things that we could talk about Like <laughs> Billy D. Williams is back Oh, the things that I want to see Lando do in this movie. And I want him to have a ship called the Love Commander. But that's another topic for another day. Sorry, this is something that just really upset me today. Because I don't like it when we get lost on these side streets. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please take a moment to rate this podcast on whatever app you listen to me on. If you have a dollar... And you'd like to join the project, down in the show notes you'll find a link to both my Patreon and the community support tab. Different strings, too, is people on Patreon occasionally get stuff. If you don't have any money right now or you don't feel like giving, that's fine. That's perfectly all right. But if you know somebody you think might like this podcast, please do share it with them. That helps out a lot. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show, down in those show notes, you'll also find a link to the voice message system. Keep it clean, keep it short, and I would love to have you use your use your, your voice on this show. I'll get that out in a minute. If you would rather hit me up on social media, I'm C.E. Dorset on Twitter and Instagram. You can find links to everything that I do over at ProjectShadow.com. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this. I'm going to try not to be as ranty this week, but eh, who knows. Until next time, don't forget, have the fun. Bye.